We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And here's a Twitter trending topic. Oh my God, saying that. <laughs> and here's a Twitter trending topic. It's like not meant to be said, to be honest. I know. It's just to be read. A picture of actor Donovan Leach attending the Hellraiser 3 colon Hell on Earth Hollywood premiere on September 11th, 1992 is being mistaken for Steve Buscemi. I have to say, like, these trends, like... You'll see like things that are wildly important, and then you'll see like a picture people thought was Steve Buscemi is indeed not. But it's really Donovan Leach. I saw this last night, not long before going to bed, and I saw the photo, <laughs> the first one, and it said Steve Buscemi at the premiere of Hellraiser 3 Hell on Earth. And I was like, that's not Steve Buscemi. And I clicked the photo, and then one of the first responses is like, that's not Steve Buscemi. And I kind of just didn't think anything of it, but I didn't notice how many retweets and likes it had. And now it's a trending topic. It was Donovan Leach, who doesn't even look like Steve Buscemi. Maybe in the eyes, the sort of sullen eyes. They both have these kind of deep set, big eyes. And big there eyes. were moments where Steve Buscemi is generally like really hot when he was younger. Now he yeah. kind of looks yeah. a little bit like too much like Steve Buscemi to, ha to be hot. And I don't mean that in like <laughs> yeah. a disparaging way. I mean, he just like is such a specific looking person. But this is not him. This guy looks like Steve Buscemi mixed with like um, young Johnny Depp, I would say. Young Johnny Depp, Steve Buscemi, and that guy. Who's that guy? Oh, Steve. Who was Steve in a few Ulrich. Movies. Screech Ski Ulrich. Ski Ulrich. Ski Ulrich. <laughs> but also, who's the guy that plays? And he was in um, he was in like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's always like a creepy, the creepy lanky white guy. You know who I'm talking about? Like I do, but he's I a, don't. He's a creepy lanky white guy in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's a creepy lanky white guy in In Her Shoes. Okay. He tries to attack Cameron Diaz at the impound lot Hold if on, you I'm gonna said look his name i would know but like i don't know offhand it's like eric his name is oh like he eric... was on six feet under as the, he was on yes, six feet under. yes 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 what's yes. his name 
What's his name? <laughs> Hold on, I got it. I got it. He I got was, it. It's uh, like six Eric. Under as the boyfriend, as as what's her face? He's always a bad boyfriend. Yeah. He's, he's always a terrible a bad. boyfriend. Eric Balfour. Okay, Eric no one Balfour. is ever gonna know that name, but he, he looks, looks like, like Eric, Eric Balfour. Balfour. He probably looks yeah, like Eric does. Balfour more than all the other people we mentioned. More than all the other people. Anyway, it's not Steve Buscemi, but who it is is a great who story. But that's story the great because... thing is like I didn't know who Donovan Leach was, and then I'm like, oh fuck, it's like Donovan's son, Ione Sky's brother, who was apparently an actor. Who knew? Donovan, as in the singer of a million things. Mellow Yellow, the we Hurdy Gurdy Man. The Hurdy Man. To be fair, I was looking these all up and kind of reminding myself like Donovan, but I feel like it's his songs are used like at the end of Goodfellas, like in Zodiac, which um which is funny because his sister is Ione Sky and she was in Zodiac briefly. She's also the girl in Say Anything, which is why she was kind of like an iconic late 80s, early 90s actress. She's the girl who is, for 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 the, those of you who don't know, even if you haven't seen Say Anything. She's the, the girl. The photo of John Cusack holding up the speaker, the boombox. Is for her. He's pointing it at Ione Sky, And she's Donovan's daughter, which I think is like huge nepotism at the time, too. People were probably obsessed huge with the fact that she was Donovan's nepotism. daughter. And he made I like didn't... he made like psychedelic rock that was like just incredibly popular, incredibly popular. Mellow Yellow, too, was used in an ad when we were younger and it was iconic. But I forget what ad was a gap or something. It was absolutely gap. Remember, like, was it for their cat? Remember when they were like, Gap was like khaki. Oh my god, yes, it was khaki, for khaki, khaki. Was it for khaki? It, was it must have for been khakis. for something because Mellow Yellow is so ingrained in me, and it's not because I was like a huge Donovan fan. It was because it was on an advertisement. There is no way <laughs> it's either Gap. If it's an iconic song from, it's got to be Gap or like Coke <laughs> or I, Apple or Apple. Yeah. Or like an iPod. But even that's a little weird. Okay. That's a little late. I'm just mad about Saffron. Saffron's mad about me I'm just mad about Saffron She's just mad about me They call me Mellow Yellow They call me Mellow Yellow They call me Mellow Yellow I know we're right on one of them. I don't want to look it up. But it is funny that this is Donovan's son, also named Donovan. It's like, I obviously people are like, John's name, their son's John's, and you're John Jr. and something That's the third, normal, something yeah. the fourth. But when you are a mononymous person, when you're the like Donovan. Madonna, yeah. Donov- Donovan, naming your child Donovan seems a little weirder. It's Even rude. though Donovan, yes, is Donovan on his birth certificate. Like, the, before he was mononymous Donovan, he was... Donovan. It is rude to be like Leech. I'm. It's rude to be like I'm Beyonce and I'm gonna name my kid Beyonce because like <laughs> you are Beyonce and it's like kind of if like she were not Beyonce fair. Knowles, it's not. It's fair. almost like it's not fair. It's, it's exactly that's what it is. It's not fair. The other fun fact about Ione Sky is she was married um, briefly to Adam Horowitz, aka Beastie Boy, one of the Beastie Boys, and now mm-hmm. she's married to Ben Lee of the Ben. One of the Bens. Well, he's Benz. more he's more well known as Ben Lee versus one of the Bens. The Bens was totally, like a very totally. short lived project, but Ben Lee is is uh is is Mary Tyone Sky, the Ioni Sky. Kind of makes sense. How to did be we honest. get here? I love that we got here this morning. I just love that like Donovan Leach meant nothing to me, and then I as soon as I like literally put his name into Google, it was like, oh my god, this guy's like. He's more legendary than Steve Buscemi in ways. Steve Buscemi is just Steve Buscemi. We love him, but like, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't have all these mm-hmm. crazy who connections, you know? No. 
Maybe that's not Steve Buscemi. I loved someone in the thread was like, this is what Steve Buscemi looked like around the time. And he just looks like Steve Buscemi. Wait, so Steve Buscemi, who are them, though? Like them, I think, from them, this I think like, them. conversation. I and think what is that the most Steve Buscemi iconic... is a rare, a rare character actor who gets the them status. Me too. And what's your... And I think it's because of also like him being like a fan his favorite. His look, his name. Yeah. What's your favorite Steve Buscemi role? Mine would have to be a toss up between Airheads and um, The Sopranos. <laughs> I hate him in The Sopranos. He drives me crazy in The Sopranos. I can't deal with it. It's stressful. It's too stressful. No, he's wonderful in The Sopranos. It stresses me out. What's your fave Steve Buscemi role? I gotta go. I gotta go for the basics, though. I think. What? I think I'm going either uh, Fargo or when he's Seymour sure. in Ghost World. Of I love him in Ghost World. Right. But also, if you told me the private investigator in Thirty Rock actually is iconic. Whenever he pretends to be in a, when he pretends to be a child, that is now a meme. Right, and obviously you know his most about? no, hey kids, I'm a like hey, hey, hey kids, kids, whatever, yeah, yeah. right, like hello that fellow meme teens is... or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was part of a special task force of very young-looking cops who infiltrated high schools. How do you do, fellow kids? What? Right, that's the iconic Steve Buscemi gift. Do you remember him though in Airheads? Do you remember the movie Airheads? Great movie. Of course I remember Airheads. We've okay. talked about it on the podcast. Fucking Airheads love, was I on Comedy Airheads. Central 20 out of 24 hours a day back in Comedy I Central heyday in like the early 2000s. Okay, yes. so moving on. Who's next? Welcome to Weekly. We're at, oh we're at the God. show now. I'm doing it. We're at the show now. This is... Um, this is Who Weekly. This is Who's There. We take your calls, comments, concerns, critiques. We don't take those. I'm just no, kidding. No, we don't take your calls. No, 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 oh, no, Oh, wait. No. It's this not is that. This the normal. You're con- you just confused it with Who's There. Okay, cut that. Wait, literally you let me do anything. I'm like, I'm introducing the show today and I fucked it up. So... <laughs> Let's move on to beyond breaking news, Ugh. which is this story, which is like whatever because it's Pamela Anderson. She got she got married recently. We talked about it on the show, and then got it annulled or whatever. It barely counted. So whenever I saw that Pamela Anderson got married again, I kind of didn't bat an eye. It was like okay, whatever. That doesn't mean anything well, to me. Well, it's her like, one, two, three, four, five. It's her fifth marriage now. Not I'm saying like mm-hmm. whatever. Not to shame the many marriages, but I'm just but saying like at this point we've already covered a marriage. We just covered her marriage. Like I'm like already over it. You know, the old guy who she was like, oh whoops, this didn't but actually he was truly count. Evil. Remember that? Yeah. Well, th- that yes, guy was. Man. We said, oh, you married this evil guy, and she was like, oops, I married an evil guy, and literally got it annulled like soon after. Because of us. We thought she was going to marry... What was the guy we thought she was going to marry? Oh, the 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 Swedish guy? <laughs> Why can't I remember his name? Wait, who? The guy... <laughs> How can I not remember his name? Who's the Swedish guy? The WikiLeaks guy. Oh! Julian Assange. We thought she was going to marry Julian Assange. She's obsessed we thought she was with marry Julian, Julian Assange, Assange. But turns out she's just like more obsessed with like the idea of him and their friendship versus like she doesn't really want to marry him. People yeah, keep thinking yeah. she's going to marry him. Anyway, she got she did get married. She had a wedding a contractor to a to to a body. To a no, it's a bodyguard. Don't they call him his her bodyguard? Well, he has become her bodyguard. Everything about this story gets more intense as you dig into it. Just because a so man is like, near her does not mean he's her employed bodyguard. The guy just happens to be. So, she gets married to this guy. His name is Dan Hayhurst. She lives in Canada, and so the story goes. He was working on, well, Lindsay, you didn't go, you didn't get deep down into it. It's sweet until you get into the details. Okay, fine. Tell me the details. Ruin it for me. Fine. She lives in Canada now. She buys a house. This guy, apparently, Dan Hayhurst, is hired to help renovate her house. 
they meet in the kind of in the middle or just before pandemic he's working on her house then the work continues during the house and then they fall in love and then they get married recently and now she's married her contractor right it's sort of a rom-com and it's now she's married movie. i have to say though like Marrying a contractor kind of is the dream because, like, that opens so many doors for you. Literally, the door, the contractor can make the doors and then open them for you, you know? (laughs) And if you don't like the doors the contractor opened, he'll just get you new doors. And before we get into, like, where things get, you know, sort of scandalous, she's so in love with this guy. She's so in love with this guy that she swears off social media. On her Instagram, she posts this throwback photo of herself, like clearly from her Baywatch days, captioned. (laughs) You have to read the time breaks. You have to like tell them where there's line breaks. This will be my last post on Instagram. I'm going to say stop after every line break. Like a telegram. I've never been interested in social media. Stop and stop. Seriously, mother, stop. Okay, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Now that I'm settled into the life I'm genuinely inspired by, stop. Reading and being in nature, stop. I am free, stop. New paragraph. Thanks for the love, stop. Blessings to, stop. You all, stop. New paragraph. Let's hope you find the strength and inspiration to follow, stop. Your purpose, stop. And try not to be seduced, stop. By wasted, stop. Time, prayer hands, stop. New paragraph. That's what they want and can use to make money. Stop. Okay, like, where is this going? Control, stop, over your brain. Hyphen, stop. Here you go. Hashtag the bewildered herd. Hashtag no Instagram. Hashtag no Twitter. Hashtag no Facebook. Hashtag life. Hashtag freedom. Hashtag nature. Hashtag human connection. Hashtag intimacy. Hashtag love. Hashtag Pamela Anderson. Okay, so <laughs> she's so in love. This guy has completely she's fucked not up her comprehension wrong. of everything. She's not. Everything. Yeah, she's not wrong. She's not, she's not wrong. wrong. You. Daily Mail's talking about how beautiful her wedding dress is. Then you go to people and it's like, oh, yeah, we've known. They've been together for a while. She's so happy. But I have they're, to say, like, Vancouver Island. there is a, mm-hmm. like, a little bit of untruth in this where it's like she's putting her wedding photos out there. She's, like, gladly giving them all the, all these photos are out here. Here's oh, yeah. all my wedding photos. Also, I'm not using Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. It's like, okay, but, you know, okay. I get it's it. It's really hard for anyone, especially celebrities, to be like 100% non-hypocritical in this day and age. True, like, but also maybe the thought is like, and now I'm having a, now I'm at the next level where I'm like, yes, like she wants to be out there in the press, but maybe she wants mm-hmm. just like a traditional relationship with the press, meaning like not, I'm not posting my own stuff. I'm not dealing with my own social medias. I'm just going to go like an old school Hollywood star and send my pictures to right to people because people still care about me. They'll post it for me. Why do I even need to deal with this on my own? Which, yeah. okay, like yeah. I respect that. That okay. is like the opposite of what celebrities now want or think they want, which is a personal connection to the fan. She's like, these companies yeah. control your lives once they have your info. I'd rather go the traditional route, you know. You're some you're somewhere in like the middle galaxy brain take. I think that's reasonable. Right. Yeah. Like my next take is like a breakthrough, but I'm not gonna have it. <laughs> you're not gonna have it. <laughs> Let's stop. So we're all reading this and we're like, okay, good for you, Pamela. Like Uh-oh. love love sort of love the like other a COVID shoe is like lockdown gonna drop. story. <laughs> the shoe is the shoe is dangling by a lace. Who goes to the sun? Oh no, but the ex. Dan Hayhurst's ex. This is like Katie Holmes's but bo- this is like Katie Holmes's boyfriend. Emilio Vitolo Jr., yes. And so her ex and is here with text message screenshots, photos of them together. They have a family. Here we go. I'm gonna read just the the main the main bulk of it. The man, Pamela Anderson has been accused of being a, quote, homewrecker after allegedly stealing her new man from another woman and breaking up a happy family of five. Dan's heartbroken ex, 
Carrie, who had been living with him and bringing up his two children for the past five years. Apparently, they weren't married. So that, like, is why it was easy for him to get married. Mm. And, like, there was no, like, legal stuff. Has told how she was blindsided by the affair and knew nothing of their marriage until she read about it <gasps> online. That keeps happening oh. where people find out about things online. Jeez. So you can read the whole thing online. But essentially, this is crazy. He took the job of being her contractor while he was still with this woman, Carrie, allegedly, according to Carrie. She hired him to work on her house and then they fell in love and he was- And complained about her. So- so it's like he was like, oh, Pam, he calls her a dragon to Carrie. He's like, she's so annoying. Like, what a terrible client. And then they fall in love. And also the sad thing is, like, it's a really small town, right? Like, it's Vancouver yeah. Island. Like, everyone knows Vancouver what's going Island. on. And now they're like, mm-hmm. she clearly, Pam is like, I'm living on Vancouver Island with my, my new beau. And it's like, he literally has, like, a family in life here. And that... he lives down the street with a wife and well, his, with his girlfriend and other kids. Anyway, it's very dark. Now I know why you got off social media. Ugh, right. Just in time. She knew like this was coming. Your like, love, your love was so affectionate. <laughs> now you divorced Tommy Lee yeah. and then you married him again. I do that. You do that a lot. You do that a lot, Pam. Short-term memory. I don't know what it is. I forget the bad times. We all do. So how's co-parenting now with him? Oh, it's great. We talk all the time. I mean, he's always mad at me for something, but I mean, it's, it's, it's <laughs> fine because I don't, I can just go, what does this sound like? Click. <laughs> okay, here's a story. This is also more reality. It's relationship news. Okay, I need you here's to explain this about... to me. I need you to okay. I'm a, I, I honestly, though, will like the Ray J Princess love relationship. I will follow. Are they together? I okay. will follow until the end of time. Like they're together. They're not together. She, they, she, they had the the baby name reveal, the gender reveal in the helicopters. She he left her in Vegas and just left. And he she left got, her in Vegas. They, like they're getting a divorce. He, then they're back together. They're on TV together. Like what's the deal? He filed for divorce from her. Ray J filed for divorce from Princess Love in like September. But then last month, or I guess it's two months ago now, in December. He was like, yeah, we might still have a baby together. So it's like, I don't know what that but they means. Already the also point have, is, but they are all, they, have one baby together. Another baby. Another baby. I know, another but like, baby they know I mean. it's good. Their a relationship is also great for TV. Like, they, there's a lot of things going on here. There's a lot of elements and, here. It's not just like they and, have a baby together. It's like they know that exactly. like, it's good for TV. Yeah. And based on this video, which is from the show Unlocked, which is like an after show for Love & Hip Hop, uh, and all done over Zoom now. They're doing Unlocked as an after show, but it's mostly just like old episodes Zoom. and then Zoom and then Zoom stuff. And then they talk about like uh, stuff you didn't know, you know, like behind the scenes stuff, basically. But and then it has a host Zoom. and everything. It's all over Zoom. Yeah. And this is my point. If I have a point for this segment, it's that it's that Zoom makes people just like podcasts. We've talked about this. It makes you take your guard down, I think. Like, it's so casual casual. and weird that I think you forget that people are watching it because you're looking at your laptop screen, but it's going on television. So here's what happened. So, But you're not used to connecting those two things, like, in your mind and your life. Because we don't see people on their laptops over Zoom on TV, or at least we used to, and now we have to fucking see it. It's annoying. No, and in this, I mean, I guess Princess Love and Ray J are currently living together because they did the Zoom together in the same house, and, like, they don't have masks on, so I guess they're in their bubbles. So point is, right. Ray J and Princess Love are among the Love and Hip Hop cast members who were on this episode of Unlock, which aired last week, I guess. And they're playing this game, and it's like, it's sort of like six degrees games they're like connect these two love and hip-hop cast members via like hookups dating whatever and so the host whose name is kendall kendall which i love one with the y one with the knee kendall kendall the host is telling them connect nikki baby connect nikki baby to ray j okay 
And Ray J looks miserable. You have to watch this clip. Like you put the audio. I put the, He's like, the timestamp of when they do this. He looks miserable yeah. in this. I'm telling you, he looks like he hates every second of it. He's not trying to hide it. Meanwhile, Princess Love is like having a good time, like trying to be funny, whatever. And they're like, connect Nikki with Ray J. And also you must, it seems like they have a good enough relationship to the point where like they can openly talk about each other's past hookups and it's not awkward. Well, like, maybe he's miserable past... because he knows what's coming when she says yeah. that. But I don't even think so because he has no, he doesn't even remember some of these hookups. He's like, what are you talking about? So he just looks like he doesn't want to be there. His mind is anywhere else. He's like, I just want to go play video games or whatever. So yeah. Princess Love is like, okay, I can connect them. And they're all trying to work together. It's like, okay, Nikki baby to Safari. And Safari is actually on the video. It's like to Safari, then Erica Mena is there. Like Erica, then like Rich is there. Then Monice is there. And then Princess Love says this. Let me just play the actual clip of her saying this. Oh, Scrappy. Yeah, exactly. Wait a minute. Scrappy was with Tommy and then Tommy hooked up with Ray because Tommy said that on the show one time. When? (laughs) She said that on Dirty Little Secrets. Kendall, Kendall, help us figure this out because I don't understand. Help me, please. I heard through the grapevine. Anybody can lead to Ray. Where are we going to the destination? Where are we trying to go? So Princess Love goes, Tommy, as in Tommy Lee, as in not Pam Anderson's Tommy Lee, as in Tommy Lee, T-O-M-M-I-E, well, I was former like, Love and Hip Hop cast Lee? member. Like, different Tommy, Tommy Lee? Lee? Like, no, and you're like, no, different, different Tommy, Tommy Lee. Lee. Tommy, M-M-I-E, Tommy Lee. Who is like, no, without even getting into it, Tommy Lee is known for getting into major, 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 major love and hip hop drama. Tommy Lee is drama. Tommy Lee got into drama with Jocelyn. Some of the funniest comments about this thing are like, Princess Love, please stay out of like Tommy Lee drama. This is not going to be fun for you. Like Tommy, even Jocelyn is scared of Tommy Lee and Jocelyn is like iconically drama. Yes. Like it's like there's going to be drama. So... She says, oh, yeah, remember, like, you hooked up with Tommy because Tommy said that on the show? What she's referring to is another thing that happened to the show. They were playing, like, Fuck, Mary Kill on an episode of the show years ago. And Tommy mentioned that she she said she would fuck Ray J. And then she said this really confusing thing. She said, I would sm- uh, fuck, smash Mary Kill, excuse me. She said she would <laughs> smash Ray J, quote, one more time. <gasps> And so that led people to believe that she had already smashed Ray J. So whatever, because these people, you have to like play the game of reality television. You have to have an encyclopedic knowledge of the entire show that you are on. Okay. You have to be a viewer and a participant, which is sort of fascinating, that dynamic. If you want to be on the show more, which is more money, which is more clout, then you have to know what's going on so you can like elbow your your way in there. The best reality TV show cast members know all about the show. Right. They are experts. And so she's like, remember, like, Tommy said that she would fuck you again? And Ray J's like, what are you talking about? And he's clearly, again, I have to remind you, he, like, looks so surprised when she says this. So and he's he like, really, yeah, yeah, so you hooked up with her. you believe him that he's like, oh, I don't think that happened. I believe him. Yeah. And then Tommy goes on Instagram, because she's not part of this conversation. She goes on Instagram and she goes, I've never been with anybody on that show besides Scrappy. Princess Love... Keep my fucking name out of your mouth, spreading rumors. Girl, you're mean. Blah, 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 But, like, it's from a then, clip. It's from a clip. But the clip is also sort of supposed to be, like, um, exaggerated. Like, whenever she said that, she didn't really mean that. Okay, And so okay, someone's okay. like, no, but they're like, no, 
Tommy Lee, you said that you would smash him one more time. She goes back and says, nice try. I still never said I fucked him. This is a prime example of how editing and scripts move. This is five years old, to be exact. I've never even seen that man in person. Okay, 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 really... okay. So now, I okay. Be- so now I'm like, okay. Now I believe it. Yeah. Now I fully believe it. But my thing is here, I think the, the most a interesting thing about uh, this A little bit story... of K-fob, as they say in wrestling. Exactly. I learned that word from exactly. the uh, Nikki and Bella. <laughs> Nikki and Brie Bella memoir. <laughs> Kayf- exactly. It's kayfabe. 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 Kayfabe is what it is. It's exactly. It's kayfabe. It's kayfabe. Yeah. It's kayfabe. Okay. But I think this is like a result of like Zoom making things too casual. It's dangerous to do things on Zoom. You're sitting on your couch. You're having conversations. Like stuff's gonna come but up do that you don't want to come up. But I do think it is the job of a of a reality show producer and and whatever to make them feel like this. If anything, it's a little bit easier yeah. now. Their job it's is successful. easier because they already feel comfortable. But if they're it, even within, even when they're sitting in the interview, like in, under all the lights with makeup or whatever, like the reality producer's job is to break them down and to like get them to say mm-hmm. things that make them feel like, oh, this is not going to go to air, or this is just between me and you, or whatever. Like that is like yeah. that's what they do. So essentially, it's really good for business, but it seems to be bad for Ray J's personal life. But <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what's next? Speaking of relationships, there's a lot of relationship stuff. Well, but this not is another a whole secret is marriage great. thing. This is another kind of secret marriage thing, which I thought <laughs> is funny. And also, it's like no one cared about. Like I love when it's no like one. once again, once again, the news is oh so and so. This time it's Tim Robbins. Oh so and so had a secret marriage this whole time and no one knew. People knew, guys. They just weren't. They just didn't want to publish it because it's not. No one Who cares. Cared. Who cares? I will say, though, like, Who cares? I will say, though, like, I feel like because posting on the Internet is free, we get more of this information that if it w- if it was published stuff like in magazines or whatever, we w- definitely wouldn't get it because it would be like, no, who cares? No. You're fighting because for space. Because it's free. Because it's free. You know what I mean. It's not free, but you know what I mean. There's more space online. He'd be cut. He'd be cut for like a trim spa ad. Mm. He <laughs> was married to this woman, Graziella Brancusi. Oh, so his marriage Graziella ended. Brancusi. Basically, we found out he was married because it ended, but we didn't know he was married in the first place, even though these no one Tim knew. and this woman have been photographed together probably like multiple times. Yes, but no one cared. And I'm not quite sure, like, it's, this is what I don't, so like, I agree with what you're saying, that is true, but like, they were married. The The legal documents did exist. No one just really thought to look, but they did they did have a secret marriage in that it doesn't seem like there was anything sort of big, bombastic public. But since they were married, there were documents somewhere that TMZ could have driven around and found. Wait, and so here's you know, my question didn't. to you. Is it hmm. more noteworthy to get married or divorced? <laughs> like, like, you know, what I, do you know what I mean? That's a good question. No, like, I think what I think is divorced? You think divorce is well, this is proving that. Is what I'm saying is yeah. like I think being that's divorced what this proves. is more yeah. worth yeah. talking about than getting married, which is like unfortunate. Mm-hmm. God, this is really uh, traditionalist language right here, like uh, traditionalist framing. But like, if you want to pick like three life events, marriage, baby, divorce. I think top to bottom, it's baby divorce marriage so marriage is the least interesting hierarchy. then divorce yeah. is more interesting baby's like fascinating yeah yeah marriage is a what a contract divorce is the ending of where would you right? put pregnancy announcement in there between baby and uh divorce oh so second highest yeah so be yeah baby baby announcement divorce then marriage 
Yeah. In terms of like but the, I would the, put... the tectonic shift that it's going okay. to cause in the media landscape. But I would put is dating above baby and ba- the top top. <laughs> is dating above is dating above pregnancy. Think about but it because not above birth. Think about it because because there's more is datings and they're usually more crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. That could yeah, be, that a little would be more above fun. baby. So it goes date wait, above birth? Yeah. Dating top of the list? Yeah. Dating, baby, pregnancy, divorce, marriage? Yeah. Mm. My argument is just because like I feel like the like is dating is such a non-committal thing and there's more wacky kind of like connections you between have a that. More fun. So like it date like people will throw is dating or is seeing or is whatever spotted together. Like that's thrilling. That's more exciting because that's the possibility. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, then it allows for a little, like, theorizing and stuff. Yeah, okay. I mean, it is I'll a crazy... It. it is a little bit of a crazy argument, I agree. Yeah. No, I... Th- I under- But the thing is, I understand where you're coming from. Okay, good. I'm glad you understand I will say no one from. gives a shit about Tim Robbins, 62, filing for divorce from his much younger well, secret wife, Graziella Brancusi. <laughs> that's true. No matter what our ranking is, this is low. <laughs> I feel like... Tim Robbins could literally, as himself, escape Shawshank Prison, and I'd be like, okay, like, who cares about Tim Robbins? What's also funny because it says, it is unclear when the two married. It's like, can't you look it up? Someone was just too lazy to go get those papers, you know? It's unclear. (laughs) Isn't that in the papers? It's unclear. Someone was like, there was traffic on the way to the courthouse, and they were like, just write, it's unclear. No one cares. We don't need to put in this man man hour. Right, right, right. Then there's this. People do care. Elliot Page got a divorce from Emma Portner. They got married a couple of years ago. This, I think, is a little interesting on many levels because Elliot Page just had... Just came out. Came out. And and, and I think this is the relationship that he was in and clearly is, you know, not in anymore. Anyways. Yeah, but... But the thing is, like, even though this is a divorce and on the hierarchy of things... It's higher than a marriage. That's what, this is you're so, so right. You're so deliberately. Right. This is so deliberately non-messy that like they've fully like extinguished okay, any sort but, of intrigue in this by design. Okay, now we're talking where on the hierarchy we just created does coming out go? Oh, uh, above oh. above anything, coming out is above any sort of personal so it's, relationship. So coming out's number one, then dating, then. Mm baby then another baby then divorce then marriage yeah. but i think that like like elliot coming out as transgender is much a bigger deal is a much bigger deal than divorcing emma portner who we forgot who emma portner is what what is she a dancer yeah right she's like choreographer dancer performer uh, choreographer whatever. yeah any sort of identity coming out i think though whether it's sexuality or gender trumps totally. relationship yeah totally Okay, I agree with you. So on that list right, right now, we so have... So how does our list... How do we... Coming out is now? first. <laughs> coming out is first. Coming out anything. Coming out, coming out as, as, as anything. <laughs> identi- changing your identity in some way. Number one. But I think we could just call then that... Then com- dating. I think we could call that just coming, coming out. out. I think that's coming okay. Out. Yeah. Coming out. Yeah. People know what we mean. Coming out. Then is dating. Then is dating. Then... Then divorce. No, no then, then baby. Pre- then baby. Then pregnant with baby. Then, then divorce. Marriage. No, then divorce, then marriage. Then marriage. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, fine. It's funny that marriage is at the bottom of the list. It's still important, but it's not. It to me, these other ones are way more. I jump to post that first. But but you know why I, another before we we can move on in a second. But I'm thinking about we're this. never moving on. Marriage at marriage at the bottom makes so much more sense. Makes so much sense to me because how many times in the celebrity world and real life world, but in the celebrity world, are there? quote unquote, very long engagements where when the couple finally gets no married, cares. you're like, I thought they were already married. No one cares. They're not already I married. I would argue, though, that a surprise wedding is the same as dating. Like, okay, now we're adding shades. No, 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 but like, oh, no. Like, listen, like if somebody gets surprised married and I didn't even know they were dating, that counts as they're dating. Sure. So that goes yeah. up, that gets bumped up the ladder to the level of, of, of surprise dating, you know? Yeah, yeah. Surprise dating, surprise engagement. Yeah, when we didn't even know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of C B D, a little bit of C B distillery, that's getting me goes a long that's way. getting me conked right out. <laughs> And sleeping through the night. It really is. I love CB Distillery. They have, not all their products are for sleep. Some are for relaxation. But like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. (laughs) They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? (laughs) What did I say? You said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. (laughs) CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. And I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over two million customers and a solid 100% money back guarantee CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com code WHO cbdistillery.com Springtime vibes are in the air and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because... I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used pretty litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. 
And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let's move on. Uh, Here's a dating news that would, that made the list. This dating news is more enticing than Tim Robbins divorcing what's-her-name. <laughs> and it's that Eve Jobs, daughter of Steve Jobs, is now dating Harry Hudson, no relation to the other, to like Anyone any sort of famous Hudson. Hudson. No. no relation to If there's Kate, a famous person named Kate, no Ernie Hudson, no Kate Hudson. Katie, if you're a famous Perry. Hudson, you're, <laughs> there's no relation. He is just a normie guy who is famous we talked about him years ago because of his relationship with the kardashians which is all because of kylie their friends but he is also one of those people that if you're ever on instagram he's commenting he's like an iconic instagram spammer i couldn't even find anyone referencing this on the internet like but we all know like if you look at celebrity stuff like this guy comments like crazy on instagram yeah right that's his thing and he's a good and aspiring singer. Whenever he had cancer and he was battling cancer yeah. a couple of years ago, I think that's when we talked about him. Because like everyone in the Kardashian world was like and beyond prayers for was like Harry praying Hudson. for you, Harry. Prayers for you, Harry. And everyone was like, "Why? Who is this?" But he has a great he has a great name in that. For the same reasons we began the segment with this, it sounds more famous than it is it's right. sort of like he has like a gaslighty name well he you has know? there's kind something of a about classic it. name like it's like oh harry hudson like that must be like an old 60s star or something like an mm-hmm. old 20s star it's like oh, no, rock it's hudson's like great grandson well no rock hudson doesn't have great grandkids but right um. i also found a headline from 2020 which actually was just last year wow in may and it said got a crush courtney kardashian shares former fling harry hudson's lyrics don't want to give up on us fueling romance rumors so like i didn't even remember this but i guess there were rumors that these two had like hooked up so this was when like people were trying to like get her to say she hooked up with anyone else like people are just obsessed with like who is courtney hooking up with turns out it's Mm -hmm. travis barker but uh this i didn't know (laughs) that these two had a history of like having maybe hooked up harry hudson Mm -hmm. and courtney kardashian yeah and i'm not sure you even believe that but okay i don't i don't know if i believe Um, it either but Anyways, so he's dating Eve Jobs, who we literally just talked about because she's like a Glossier. She did an ad for Glossier. And we were like, oh, wow. Cool. And then we and, got into horse. And then we got into her horse history. And then we were in two got into her horse history. I think she's over horses. She's moved from horses to Harry. Oh. This, this story, though, is real. It's not like the Kourtney Kardashian rumor. No, it's like, real. They're there are photos posted. of them together. They've confirmed. They, they posted it. together, yeah. kissing, holding, looking, holding. loving. They're in love. <laughs> There's a little holding. They were There's holding. There's a little holding they going holding. on. They're, they're holding. holding. But they're both like they're not, <laughs> but they're both like, though I find them both interesting. There's like not a lot of information about them. It's like, okay, Eve Jobs no. is Steve Jobs' daughter. And Harry Hudson is like a Kardashian associate. It's like, that's really, that's like it. And we've already talked about mm-hmm. all the things, you know? That's it. Yeah. That is it. It's like two who's that we've discussed in the past come together. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, which I, honestly. Which is the reason we're talking about it. But like, oh, they're so boring. This is Billboard. Who am I? Harry Hudson. Get to know me only if you want to. Speaking of who's we've talked about in the past, Miss Juicy. This is this is interesting to me. Miss Juicy, star of Little Woman Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the number one star of Little Woman Atlanta. The, the breakout star of Little Woman Atlanta. Yeah, that's all you can say. Can you come up with something else? Can you come up with something else? She got hurt, and I saw all this coverage of it. She was in a 
fight, but it was like the way that the TMZ alert, the way that all this happened, it made it seem like it happened like yesterday. But what's interesting to me is that all of this happened months and months and months ago. I think that they shot this scene of Little Woman Atlanta. Do you right think they're releasing the this information though because the Little Woman Atlanta is coming back? Now it's press because yeah. I just well, saw it's like, a preview for Little Woman Atlanta when exactly. I was watching the Wendy Williams movie, which we'll get to. I kept seeing these ads for Little Woman Atlanta, and I was like, "Oh, is this coming back?" It's back, and so I just like <laughs> the thought of having to save this really kind of disgusting injury. She's fine. I don't even think it really scarred. It looks like it hurts. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of blood too because it's in the clip. Yeah, but it had to be saved as promotion so i'm just sort of like thinking of an injury as something that you have to save in this social media world where like typically this would have been like all over the internet instantly like you would just like put it on your stories or whatever right none of that went anywhere until a year later whenever they were promoting the episode on which it happens uh but she's the mediator so it's like but that is fascinating to delay the release of like these injury photos to TMZ Which like oh now you can oh now you can post these like th- this didn't even just happen this happened like a while ago and it's it's February yeah. like the like if this were Kardashians they would have teased the injury and it would be like you'll see what went Wait, down it happened six when months d- so when did this happen like February of last, last year February. like pre-pandemic this happened yes that's what I'm saying <laughs> so they were and like they allowed to be in a restaurant <laughs> that's why they were like in a yes. restaurant oh wow they're in a restaurant wow. and there's some sort of like it fan event happening. And the and I was watching the clip and I tried to watch the longer episode because I was like, maybe I can get some context as to how this started, but I couldn't figure out how. And then even TMZ writes, unclear what started this. And for that matter, most fights on this show, someone spit on someone. And that was pretty much all she wrote. But Miss Juicy had nothing to do with it. So the fight was between the, the two twins who like, if you, even if you don't watch the show, I'm sure you've seen the twins. They're the Selena sisters, Amanda and Andrea. They were like, and they're a unit, right? Like they're the twins and they're a unit and they're fighting with a Bira. And it's like getting kind of messy and they're all holding like martini glasses, like big glasses and they're sloshing, sloshing, sloshing. And Miss Juicy is like, everyone please like calm down. Like there are people everywhere. Just stop. And she's trying to get in the way. And then Abira spits on the Selena sisters and then Miss Juicy gets caught in the oh. crossfire and then a glass hits her head and she screams. It's actually really scary. And then there's blood everywhere, but she's okay. Anyway, that's it. Miss Juicy's fine. I got nervous, as long but as she's Ms. okay. Miss Juicy's fine. Yeah. She's fine. Miss Juicy, baby. Dear Miss Mariah, Miss Juicy is here to end your career. My vocals are incredible and I'm 10 times skinnier than you. Period. You love this story. Okay. No relationships. We're done with relationships. You gotta hear the story. Everyone, you gotta hear the story. I love the story. Another like cat so story. Another like story about like the well being of cats though. I know. That's great. So okay. we're following up on the Jamie Lynn Spears uh Tesla. Cat cat in a Tesla. Story. It's not Tesla cat death cat. though. No trigger warning here because there's no cat death. There's like cat annoyance. There's cat irritation happening. We here. have no proof of um, cat death. Like all the cats no survived. No proof of cat death. It's just like no proof of cat injury. We have no proof of cat injury. Yeah. No. So Jason Lewis, who is Smith Jared slash the absolute hunk in Sex in the City. You're the absolute hunk. Well, Samantha had used her pushiness to parlay her new man's hit off-Broadway show into a hot on-Broadway poster. Fuck me. Well, that's the first thing every woman in town will be saying after she sees it. It's huge. And that's the second. And honey, I'm not even sure the poster does you justice. 
Come on, my dick's like three stories long. The way God and Madison Avenue intended. Well, I was just talking about him just re- just relevant is because the, I guess he did an interview with someone. It was for some like local station because I watched the full clip and they asked him about um, Kim Cattrall in oh, Sex and the City getting yeah, rebooted. Uh-huh. And he his answer was so funny to me. Like they were like, what do you think about that? And he goes, oh, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. All right, but would that would that be directed no. in any particular direction? Listen, I I, I would have to say that um, Sarah was always just so lovely and such a, a consummate professional, and I think that people should remember uh, their graciousness and and the things that have been given in, to them. And I'm going to stop there. All right, I got I'll, nothing good to say. All right, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ask you one thing. And people uh, do this sometimes. If there's a team Sarah or a team Kim, my sense is you're on team Sarah. I might just have to say yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Very interesting. Wow. Like, like I'm just saying, like the everyone in the cast is like, "Fuck you for like taking our money." We're trying to like get this reboot. You know, we're trying to like make more. This of This is weird. Jason Lewis, I believe, lives in Culver City, which is a neighborhood in Los Angeles, right, Lindsay? Culver sure City is. is that a yeah. neighborhood? But he, you know, lives in the city. He has neighbors, and he they're feral cats, feral cats, always yeah. roaming around his his yard, and they're pooping everywhere. And he's annoyed that these feral cats are pooping everywhere yeah and that's understandable okay i i get why you would be annoyed that these like feral i have a feral cats thing in my there's for they're everywhere yeah he's annoyed at these cats and he starts taking matters into his own hands by loading up a shotgun i don't really know how guns work but he's loading up a gun with rice as in like right like you cook with rice so he's loading up a gun but it's like dry rice and he's saying that he's shooting them in the vicinity of the cats just to piss them off and get them out of his yard. Okay? Yeah. He's doing this shirtless on his porch. <laughs> and I guess he's been doing this for some time because I don't understand. I don't think this is the sort of thing that the neighbor would have caught had he just done it once. I think the neighbor pulled out their phone after often. noticing and doing it a couple but of times. But unfortunately for him, he has a neighbor who's... Loves cats. <laughs> so is- he hates feral cats. His neighbor, the, this wouldn't be a story if his neighbor weren't literally their number one hobby in life was taking care of feral Well, cats. that's the like, thing is sure like cats have homes. <laughs> I have to say, like, from what I'm seeing, it's like the neighbor is feeding the feral cats. The cats mm-hmm. are coming around because they're mm-hmm. being fed. And Jason is like, why are these cats in my yard? You need to talk to your <laughs> and neighbor. the neighbor's like, because I take care of exactly. the cats. Exactly. Like, the reason why we have feral cats yes. at my building and on my street is because people on my street, you know, feed those cats, which I think is very sweet. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem with that. But I can understand. That's now why I understand they're why they're around. Like, they're not just, like, around because they're like, they like me. They like us. It's like, no. Like, yeah. there's food on our street people supply it so so she's filming him from like behind a bush like you could put the audio in here and it is like the audio is funny on its own but the visual is even better because she it's like she's like a pi the 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 footage is terrible he's very blurry and shirtless and she's behind a like the branches in focus she's like, like the i'm doing investigative reporting she's like yeah I'm she's the doing investigator. investigative reporting yeah. she's like why are you shooting them and he's like i'm shooting them with rice it's fine they're fine and he's like you're shooting at the cats and he's like i'm shooting in their general direction i'm not shooting the cats but your communication's not going to get any reasonable response from me you're shooting at them for no reason you think i should be reasonable no, see, unreasonable would have been putting pellets in here instead of grains of rice. <laughs> like grains of rice isn't going to hurt them? I'm not hitting them. I shoot in a general direction. I'm trying to get them to trust me so I can get them into homes. You're, you're doing that as negating everything 
I'm working on. She puts it on her Instagram. It goes viral. I guess she sends it to TMZ and the like. They all post it. She's very proud of it. I was looking at her stories over the weekend and she was like, yes, TMZ covered it. Yes, like, get his ass. We hate him. We hate this guy. And so he finally releases a statement because of this pressure that's everywhere because he's getting headlines like, actor Jason Lewis, sorry I shot rice balls around feral cats, dot, dot, dot. I know. But they're crapping in my yard. <laughs> and so <laughs> he's mad. He has to release an apology, and his apology is very well worded. Everyone who knows me knows of my love of animals. I've tried for months to work with the person who was coming into the neighborhood and feeding a large group of feral cats. Well, that's the thing is I think he knew. He knew that this woman is feeding the cats. And he tried to say, like, hey, do you mind, like, not feeding the cats so they, like, live in our – essentially live in my house? If I wanted cats, I would have cats, you know? (laughs) She's like, fuck you, I'm going to keep feeding the cats. Yeah, one of the things she yells is, I'm trying to get them to trust me so I can get them into homes. You're doing that as negating everything I'm working on. I am I understand it. Okay, I so maybe it. that is what she's trying to do in the long run, is yeah. like, have them be humanely captured and then adopted. And okay, fine. Jason, I mean, but also Jason Lewis is, Jason Lewis is in the net wrong here. He is, Absolutely. he is, he is, he is. Absolutely, he you is. should not be shooting cats with rice. It's just... If he were shooting them with actual bullets and hurting the cats, I would I would be really upset. But I can find this funny because it really does look like he's like trying. He's just trying to be annoying. He's just trying to scare them. And away. I love neighbor drama. I love neighbor drama. Just having this woman who is the reason that the cats are in your yard and you're pulling out a gun, shooting rice at the cats. Like all of this is just there's something very L.A. about it, too, that your neighbor that you're fighting with just happens to be a D-list celebrity. Like, come on. On. This woman is like, it's so easy for this woman to get people riled up because he's a D-list celebrity. Like they're like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the minute she starts putting shit out there, people are like, oh, what? <laughs> like who? Are well, you- she him? First of all, this won't keep getting coverage, but I think that he's going to help her find homes. This is the beginning of the yeah. end of this story. Like you're like you yeah. got your neighbor drama. We're not going to get a follow up on this one. Yeah, I mean, at least it gave us her putting in the photo of the absolute hunk ad from Sex in the City and then annotating it with a call out like a a voice box over his head I like to shoot cats with grains of rice Jason Lewis and then crossing out absolute hunk and writing absolute prick that's funny this is good this is funny it's good drama but I feel like it's like it could have been it would have been so easy for him just to be like what's going on with all these cats and she's like well I'm trying to like get them homes and it's like okay like but I think that's what he did he Oh. Because it said she said that they tried to work she tried to work with him and then he was like fuck you I'm just gonna shoot the cat's oh. pelts right <laughs> okay well fuck him then that's fuck that's fuck no up. really fuck him truly but fuck it's funny him. okay truly fuck him but this is really funny I hope she finds homes for all the cats welcome to rock hello we'd like to get you started with a little news bush I'd like him to amuse my bush who is Brooks Mark so he's clearly very boring. But who is he? Well, I, that's what I couldn't tell whether it was purposefully boring or it was or is accidentally boring. Like if someone said to me, Lindsay, what are your favorite things? Like the things you can't live without. And I took it very seriously. I would be like, well, uh, my toaster oven. And uh, mm-hmm. what do I use every day? Uh, I love my warm socks. And I love, you know, this one jacket I wear all the time. And be kind of boring. My Crocs. It would be so boring you know what i mean if i took it literally so this guy he is the he is the son of one of the housewives the new housewives women on salt lake he's kind of like Mm -hmm. a breakout of the housewives because he's like everyone loves salt lake city i haven't watched it yeah i started it it's it's fun you're wearing a wedding ring today or did you forget you're looking good girl you want to have a party tonight (laughs) 
when my parents say all this like love stuff to each other, I find it genuinely revolting. Perfect, thank you so much. Amazing. What was the shit we said when I put this on you? Do you remember? I do. Other than I do, <laughs> like all that other mumbo jumbo. You wanna see our wedding album? What the f is happening right now? He is the son of one of the housewives, the new housewives women on Salt Lake. He's kind of like a breakout of the housewives because he's like fun. And he's a fashion designer, so he's a fashion designer. Okay. He's a fun. He's a fun character on this show, and so I think that's okay. why they like asked him to do this. But his list is like extraordinarily boring. Like he has a Brita picture on here, a Brita. But it's the picture. one that I have. It's the one that you keep in the fridge. Oh my god! So I hate this because you're about to be like, I the, love this. I. It is my favorite thing. It's the bane of my existence. I love it. I'm just constantly refilling this thing. It's a subject of a lot of tension in my household. It's just constantly, well, constantly refilling I the Brita. I kind of get why it'd be tension because like but New York great. City water is like the best in the world. So what are you doing over here with Lindsay the Brita water filter? can always be better. That's what Josh says. And that my response to him is New York City water can always be better. But like, yes, you already... New York City water is the best in the world, but it can be better. Okay, I kind, of, be I kind of agree with It can be better. I can agree with Josh on this one. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I tell him. Well, then just drink from the sink. Then don't drink out of the Brita 18 cup Ultramax He probably pitcher. does. He probably does. I will say that I like the idea of this as like a thing to keep the water cold. Like I always want to have yeah. access to cold water. So that's nice. I don't mm -hmm. even need the filter. Keep your filter. Give me this like container. That's fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> live your life the way you want to live it. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what else is on? I'm going to keep filtering my very good New York City water because, as I said, it could always be a little more filtered. Okay, I mean, okay. sure. Brooks Mark says that he keeps one in his apartment in New York City. So, what? <laughs> Brooks Marks agrees with me. If that's not, uh, you know, if that's not a good sign, I don't know what it is. it's the best water in the world. Like, you don't, like, what are you filtering out? Like... I don't know. One time, you know, El my friend Ellie sent me this thing about how scary water is even in New York once. And I was like, I got to buy a Brita. <laughs> I know. It's like, what? And I'm never going back. Okay. But I I, th I do. Forever think chemicals, Lindsay. Forever chemicals. Haven't you seen dark waters? I haven't. It's nice to have. Deep waters. I've seen dark it. Waters. I have seen it. And I know you haven't. It's nice to have cold water in your fridge. I agree. But like, can you actually yeah. click the link and tell me what else is list? Because I swear to God, it was a very boring list. It was shocking. No, boring. one of them is like socks, like no show socks. One of them is the measuring tape that he uses because he's a fashion designer, like the softy socks the measuring tape one of them is mario badescu's drying lotion which is the most like new york magazine -y thing it is on the most like, that is the that most is recommended beauty item that i've ever seen everyone's, everyone's like, like it's have my you secret heard of mario badescu drying lotion <laughs> everyone's like first of all i bought it because everyone told me to buy it like five years ago and it didn't do shit to me but make my face purple so i like it doesn't do anything for my zits oh i love oh i love it i, I think it's no, great it's never worked for me it makes me break out more okay well, absolutely okay. it makes me break out more uh the other things on his list Twinings, Twinings green tea. Like, I've always thought it was Twinings just because it's British. But just like a green tea, like the most basic green tea, like a supermarket store green tea. Okay. The funniest thing on here, the actual most basic thing on here is a four pack of Purell. That's amazing. I know we need san hand sanitizer, babe. And it's like the description yes. is like, it's COVID. Like we need it. It's like, we know. Okay. I'm sorry. There are two more things that are actually even more basic. <laughs> okay. A month, a one month membership of Apple Music. Stop. And... <sighs> Uncle Nick's Rosemary Cauliflower Pizza Crust okay. pack of six. <laughs> How much do you think six Uncle Nick's Rosemary Cauliflower Pizza Crusts are? I've looked at this three times and I completely missed this Ten all bucks? three times. Ten bucks? A pack of six. Ten bucks? How nice could it be? Okay, it's gluten-free, vegan, dairy-free, okay, and nut-free. Okay, fine. 20 bucks? So it's bucks? a little, it's a little, it's a, no, a pack of six. No, it's $99 for a pack it's of six. It's $99 for a pack of it's six? It's $99. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm telling you. 
There are no toppings. 99 pre-topping. I'm sorry. $99 and you're also trying to get me to buy like hand sanitizer and like a tape measure. Like, no, absolutely not. I hate this. <laughs> Left eye here. Get ready to do your math. That that brings us to $16.5 per cauliflower cross. Here's the thing. No wonder he can. He, everything else is basic. He can't afford anything else. He's buying, spending all this money on cauliflower pizza crusts. I'd be broke too if I was like buying that n- normally, if I couldn't live without it. You get a little bit of a better deal if you get the 12 pack, which is $179. No! <laughs> that no, brings I you spent... down to $14.91 per, God. per pizza. No offense to this guy, but like if he's spending that much money on cauliflower pizza crust, he should not, he should be drinking New York City tap water. Like that's free. You know, you get that free. Uncle Nick's is already dining out on this. They've already Instagrammed it. <laughs> extra, extra, Booksmarks tells New York Mac he can't live without Uncle Nick's cauliflower crust. We got you covered. Thank you, Brooks. Read all about it in the well, strategy. You know he's trying to get some free cauliflower pizza crust. You know they sent him a, a big package of that. If if I was obsessed with expensive cauliflower pizza crust, I would be doing my damnedest to get free expensive cauliflower pizza crust. <laughs> all I would be doing is working towards my goal of getting free Uncle Nick's cauliflower pizza crust if that was my thing. Let's talk about your Instagram. I'm a little bit obsessed. You look outrageously incredible in a bikini. How do you do those poses? Obviously the most flattering way to be photographed in a bikini is A to be backlit. Can you guys come on holiday? With yeah, the I mean, well, well the biggest cheat of all is obviously to stretch. Oh. <laughs> and then so everything like stretch. Having the best time ever. Yeah, and, well, you'll notice that <laughs> nine out of 10 of my bikini shots are You're- backlit. You might spot a bounce, and I'm probably stretching and going, oh, yay! Meanwhile, Elizabeth Hurley is getting headlines for being hot and funny. Is in the snow. And I think Elizabeth Hurley is a them, at least a British them. But it behaves more like a who than anyone on the planet. She's extraordinarily hooey. She saw that Catherine McPhee got off the web, and she's like, who? Now my turn. You know what I mean? Like, she's, (laughs) she's taking the space of, like, She's got a Chrissy Teigen, Catherine McPhee thing going on without the Hi My Gay Boys. But I think with what works here is that Chrissy Teigen is like extremely online where like Christi- Chrissy Teigen is like Worrisome. paying attention to the responses and, and like act like seems to be acting out of like this compulsion to like post. be there for her fans Big and poster. post and like this is my job. Elizabeth Hurley is just like, just happens to have a Twitter and an Instagram account and posts there whenever she feels like it and thinks it's fun and doesn't really worry about, you know. I think she thinks it's fun, but I also do think there is a, her brand now is selling bikinis. So she's like, oh, Mm -hmm. and I'm hot. So like I'm posting bikinis now because it's good promotion for my line and also good promotion for me being like known as, sorry, but old and hot, (laughs) even though she's not that old, but that's like a thing, you know? Comparatively old. I mean, it's, 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 it's unusual to see a 55 year old post topless in the snow sure that's what's but to be honest we've talked about this before it's not that unusual because now all the time we're seeing kind of this type of like who else was doing this we were talking about there's nothing like there's nothing tabloids love more than like a woman who they who is considered to be old being hot you know we were just talking about this who was it Uh, oh Taraji B. Henson is one of them Taraji Taraji B. B. Henson it's like Taraji B. Henson is one of them where it's like when she's sexy, it's like she's fifty. So is Dame <gasps> Helen Mirren. Uh, Dame Helen Mirren, yeah, obsessed that's been with her being sexy. Um, yeah, it's just a thi- it's just a thing. And but these okay, but there's a difference here. There's like a weird. The tone here is so peculiar and it unique. Is. She posts these photos of her in front of a fence outside with the like a it's puffy snowing. coat on and just bikini bottoms. It's snowing. It looks very cold. She doesn't have a top on, and she's 
posing and the caption is if that weren't enough the caption is how could i resist Meanwhile, <laughs> and it's sort of like resist what but also it's like i guess it's just funny because it's like any number of things the thing is how could i resist could apply to any number of things here how could i resist taking the photo being outside and getting a photo taken how could i resist seeing the snow and not going outside topless like how could i resist not posting this how could i resist it's like what does how could i resist what, what is, is she, she resisting? not resisting right. what is, what she, is she not, not resisting? resisting yeah i don't know there's so many things she was not resisting i think her whole life is like not resisting things but then the remember f- whenever she took the right. lamp how could i resist but then she, she grabbed got, the lamp she you know? got more oh yeah the lamp out of the club but then how could i resist but then she got more attention for this which i thought was even funnier was because piers morgan iconic troll troll, gotta say iconic asshole but he fueled the i'm sure she sent him some flowers because he he re-upped the drama in which he said who took this photo your son your 18 or 19 year old son first of all who cares if her 18 or 19 year old son took this photo like great Mm -hmm. but then she responded like actually no my fart Far be it for me to suggest the tabloids get their facts muddled, but these photos were in fact taken by my 80-year-old mother. Not entirely sure if that puts minds to rest or not. It's like, it's like I don't know if this is worse, but my old mother took this, not my son. And then Daily Mail is like, I'm not, I'm not going to be out here being ageist. I'm not going to be out here sex shaming. I just am worried about the gate. And they posted a, <laughs> they posted a headline: Elizabeth Hurley is flooded with bizarre requests to help fix the rusty gate she posed in front of in those topless. Well, snacks. everybody was being the funny man by saying like can I help you fix those gates like I'm not looking at your breasts I'm looking at the gate behind you and it is rusty can I help you fix it (laughs) also funny speaking of British who's we don't know how old Rosamund Pike is or when her birthday is. We know how old she is. We don't know when her birthday is. Rosamund Pike posted something that really, first of all, this is very Gone Girl of her, I have to say, very in character. Mm, she very amazing, posted, Amy. Okay, so on January 27th, she posted, it's my internet birthday, somewhat different than my real birthday. This is me and my dad sometime in the summer of, of my birth year, 1979. At the moment I discovered the fascination of eyebrows, hashtag discovering eyebrows, hashtag not everything on the internet is true, implying that we don't know Rosamund Pike's <laughs> real birthday. That she's like, oh, the internet thinks that my birthday is January 27th. But it's not. And my question is, when is her fucking birthday? Because I didn't care what it was before, <laughs> but now that she's challenging me, that I'm telling me I don't know, I gotta know. So this was brought to our attention by um, a Twitter user, Garlic Bread Blink 182 Andy Rock Candy, <laughs> and it said Rosman Pike's internet birthday has sent me down a rabbit hole. And Wait, then who, someone responded to name Garlic res- Bread Rock Candy. <laughs> yes, and then someone responded to Garlic Bread Blink 182. Please, just someone tell me what her birthday is. And they point out that not only is there like famous birthday says it's the 27th, or Wikipedia says it's the 28th, within the Wikipedia itself. On the top, Rosalind Pike, born 28th of January, 1979. That's what it says on the top. But inside the actual body copy, it says early 27? life, Pike, born on the 27th of January, 1979. <gasps> Who knows? So it's either the She's 27th or the 28th. Well, it's, I think it's not the 27th because she's calling the 27th her internet birthday. Okay, at Rosamond Source, a.k.a. Rosamond Pike Source, the fan Twitter, they wished her happy birthday okay. on the 27th. Not that they would know anymore. I don't know that else. I can. I don't know that I can trust the fan accounts. And then this person, Kendall Roy, on Twitter said, "Help me! It's been Rosalind Pike's birthday for the last four days." I will say though, like, the only confirmation we have is that the twenty seventh is not her actual birthday because she posted that on the twenty seventh. 
and said, this is my internet birthday. When is Rosamond? I think it's the 28th. I guess it's the 28th, but maybe it's the 26th. Maybe it's maybe it's February. never maybe it's just sometime in the year of 1979. We don't even know. We know a real. What's funny about this to me is usually you lie about your like birth year. That's like a fun lie. It's like you're a totally different age. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't want people to know what. Like, we just don't know her actual birth date. What could it be? We don't. This is a maddening lie. Maybe I love she's it. trying to. I love it. Maybe she's trying to hide her zodiac sign. Is are is that right on the edge of something? I don't know, but just like maybe like it's not even in January. If you're, if you can provide Rosman Pike's birth certificate, we'll love you forever. And if you are Rosman Pike, call in six one nine. Who them? Well, I hate this because it wasn't a mystery I even cared about. But then when it became a mystery, I'm involved. I'm obsessed. It's the only mystery I care about. <laughs> Before we move on to Rita, I want to play this clip for you, Lindsay. Okay. I want to play this clip for you. Regrets? I have none. That is one of the last lines in the Wendy Williams, the movie on Lifetime that both Lindsay and oh, I did boy. watch over the oh, weekend. Boy. I haven't watched the doc yet. You watched the doc well, the, already. The movie and the doc premiered back to back and it was a fascinating combination. You have to watch the doc. The doc is okay. very good and the less of a doc and more of just in, in interviews, collected interviews mm-hmm. about Wendy's life and uh, the the movie, movie is very bad. Is not great um, for many reasons. Not just like like the woman who plays Wendy is like actually very good. Like she's doing she's a good, good job, but everything else about the movie is poorly set up in ways that are very confusing to me, but also entertaining to me. So I think we're going to need to uh, go long on this. I think we're going to have to take it to Patreon. Yeah, we're going to talk about it on Patreon because we have a lot to say about the Wendy Williams movie and documentary on Lifetime. It just suddenly ends with Wendy talking to the camera, not the actress playing Wendy, but Wendy. This is a sneak preview of what my issues are, is like there's a voiceover throughout the entire Lifetime movie. Why is that voiceover not Wendy? Like, it's a basically like a... It's a movie that is almost like an audiobook of her telling stories accompanied by different scenes of the actress acting out those stories. Why wouldn't you make, yeah. if Wendy was so involved in this movie, make it Wendy at least? Because it's like Wendy is like telling the story about her younger self. It just felt so strange. Because then in the documentary, Wendy retells all of those stories in her own voice. And you're like, here's the thing. The reason I why Wendy this. is so compelling is because she's a wonderful storyteller. Anyways, you'll get more of this in the Patreon. <laughs> wow. Let's move on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Rita really fucked up. Rita really fucked up. I don't want (laughs) to... People are like, are you going to stop doing what's Rita Ora up to because of this? Because this is pretty reprehensible behavior. Yeah, it is. But this is part of her journey. Like, it's part of her life. It's part of her journey. It's what she's up to. Yeah. She did a shitty thing. She She did did a a shitty thing. thing. She offered the restaurant where she had that COVID party for her birthday. Where, like, allegedly, we've heard that people... Like, it... Rita's behavior actually did end up getting people sick. Allegedly, maybe, whatever, we've heard through the grapevine. And it's gotten worse where she offered 
she offered the restaurant money to like turn a blind eye. Whether or not people got sick though, which cannot or can or cannot be confirmed, confirmed or whatever we've heard, but whatever. My point is that she did, she did a bad example. Like she, she did the exact thing that people were saying is wrong with like people who think they're above the law. Like she, the thing that we always like chastise people for, it's like, oh, you think you're like better than me? You think you're like, you know, that this, this doesn't apply to you or whatever? The rich people think that they can just pay away their things. And in many cases, it's working. Right. It's working. And that's a thing. But Rita proved that by saying it's like, I don't yes. even, I don't, it, it doesn't relate to me. I can still have a birthday party. I can pay $7,000 for them to turn off the CCTVs so that I don't get in trouble. You know, like that's why it's so devious to me, I think. But like, imagine if it were someone actually fam- like a like Megan the Stallion revealed to have paid a restaurant money to turn a blind eye and turn up the cameras. It would have been such a big deal. It would have been such a big deal. Yeah. And I feel like this is not a huge deal, you know. Like, but it is. I think it's a bigger. I don't know. D- but I Taylor I, Swift, you know, like I do think it's a bigger deal in the UK than it is here. Because think yeah. about it, like, look who's covering it. You know, like, they're still covering this. They're still finding more details out about this Rita Ora stuff. Somebody is definitely, like, out there knowing mm-hmm. that this stuff will get attention because people still do care. So apparently she gave them about 5,000 pounds to essentially turn a blind eye. And that meant, like, turning off some cameras and then just basically bribing them to allow her to have that many people together. Right, like CCTV. Um, right, CCTV. So, yes, yeah. it's her fault ultimately, but also the restaurant shouldn't have agreed to it. The oh, restaurant just said, fuck you. Of Absolutely not. No. They took a bribe, essentially. But then she's also still like traveling around. And I know that she's working on this show, but she's still traveling around. She's in quarantine in Australia right now, I think, because of the mass Singer stuff. Like, yeah. She's living her life as though nothing has changed. Right. Which is crazy. Also, she lost 200,000 Instagram followers. Well, the Daily Mail's like keeping track of her followers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the other She's thing is now people are saying, oh, her and her boyfriend, the the music video director, Romain Gavre, they're, quote, mm-hmm. on the rocks because they can't see each other because the pandemic is keeping them apart. This has nothing to do with her party situation. This has everything to do with the fact that she's working and she's being very heavily monitored and tested, right? Because she's working with crews and all of that stuff to maintain, to be mm. safe. And that's probably makes it difficult for her to see people, you know, including her boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Still, still engaging in hooey behavior. It just happens to be really bad behavior. Meanwhile, Twist is officially out. I'm st- I'm getting we're getting like little like reports from people who have seen it in the UK because it's around in the UK, but like kind of not easy to get here, and it's kind of a mess. Not gonna apparently st- it's really really bad. Yeah. Apparently it's really really apparently bad. It's not, bad. not just Rita's fault. Apparently it's not it's not great all around. Rita, in typical fashion, I went to her Instagram to see if she's promoting it, and she has, but it's really just a photo of her in like a beautiful gown standing in front of this twist step and repeat. God knows where this actually is. And it's her eating popcorn. Wow. Finally. So excited. I made the best family and friends while shooting this. I'm Lena Headey, Raph Law, Sir Michael Caine, Official Franz D, Sophie Zimnet, Jason Mamza, Matt Martin, Charlie, the whole glam squad. You know who you are. All the crew. So grateful. So grateful for the experience. Twist is out today at Sky TV. She doesn't say I'm proud of the movie. She doesn't say it's good. She just says she's grateful for the experience. Now okay. we well we know we know now that Rita Ora's best film still remains Detective Pikachu Pokemon. Detective Pikachu, great movie. Twist is a flop, and honestly, so was her January. So was her entire past like six months. It's flop. been a flop. It's been a flop. Her been her a flop. pandemic experience has been a flop. And we're done. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call in at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Support us on Patreon.com slash WhoWeekly for twice-weekly bonus episodes. And uh, rate and reviews on Apple Podcasts, please. That would be wonderful. And we'll see you on Friday with another, other, with another episode of Who's There. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Regrets? I have none.